David Watts on Mix 93.8. In studio today, no doubt you heard the uh, afternoon drive team going on about it a little bit. Um, I have uh, entrepreneur, chef, uh, philanthropist and, and good friend, Malcolm Burrows. How's it, Malcolm? Great and you. Thanks for inviting me. It's an absolute pleasure. I was a bit, I was a bit knocked that, that the afternoon drive team got into those chocolate brownies. I mean, they are absolutely phenomenal. Well, I knew you were diabetic, so... <laughs> <laughs> so we had to let them do their thing. Anyway, as I said, it is what's involved. And tonight we're chatting to uh, Malcolm Burrows uh, from uh, a couple of places. Uh, a new business just launched by you called The Lazy Cook. So you've just gotten involved in that. And uh, then obviously Cake Brothers as well, um, which is it's fairly well known. And uh, yeah, I think getting a name for itself. I think, I think The Lazy Cook is going there as well. But more importantly, because what I like to do on the show is I like to chat to my guests about and, and find out a little bit about who they are because it's easy for you to come on here and you to go yes we got cake brothers yes we have the lazy cook and everybody goes oh it's incredibly easy and it's been a great you've had an interesting life so so tell me a little bit about malcolm burrows where where, where did malcolm start off at a very young age i know <laughs> ah. well I mean, you weren't, were you always interested in becoming a chef and being involved in the culinary world? I start, actually, I started in computers as the first thing I ever went into. And I found it very, very frustrating. So I joined uh, the airline. Mm-hmm. This is uh, still when we had the prop planes. And I I'd started catering with them then, started training. with. I should have been on the blue trains, but I think my accent was a little bit too British. <laughs> and Dig. So I spent a couple of years with them, which was very, it was a stunning lifestyle, flying around the world, seeing all the different countries. And then very luckily, you know, things that happen only in books and on movies, I was, there was a talent scout on board one Mm. day, and he said, um, I need you to come to London. So in 1970-something or other, I flew to London for a screen test. Yeah. Then I had the body and the face for television and for movies okay i now have a face for radio (laughs) sorry i have the body for radio (laughs) because i I, okay i didn't know about the movie part i know that you were a model yeah well well i went over initially for a screen test and i was successful with it so i landed up modeling i was on billboards around europe Mm -hmm. following the fashion circuit i did a couple of movies um i wasn't allowed in those days uh, british equity we weren't allowed to speak so we had to do all the background work, or if it was thank this was a foreign film, we could they would dub us anyway. Okay, um, but it was a great lifestyle, being part of the jet set and being flown around the world to do fashion shows and on locations in strange places and going on to back doing back background work for the James Bond movies mm-hmm. or um, yeah, it was just a ex- very exciting life. And then moved on to that. And, and I mean, if I understand it, there's always been this passion for, for cooking. Well, you don't, in the sort of modeling and that film work, you don't always work every single day. So I landed up in a um, partnership with a restaurant in London. Mm-hmm. And we ran that for quite a very successfully, stunning food for quite a few years. And then the Wanderlust got again. And I left the country and I've been traveling since. I've been cooking in very, many countries, even in the strangest tropical rainforests of Sierra Leone. 
Okay. I was invited by a mine and landed up cooking in the hottest environment I'd ever been in. With rain ab- absolutely every day, 12 o'clock, midday, the rain came down. And if the air cons went off, your kitchen jumped to about 50 degrees inside the kitchen. Yowza. And there we supplied meals to all the foreign engineers. So th- the mines look after their staff very, very well. So we had about 900 engineers and staff um, every meal, four meals a day. Plus, we had the locals, about 4,000 or nearly 5,000 locals that work on the mines there. Sure. That they, we used to do the ethnic-style meal. And then I got a nice little, uh, one of these flying helicopters b- bit me. Mm-hmm. So I landed up with malaria and I flew out. They uh, evac me out of there. I was quite bad. Yeah. And then the next stop, off to, uh, to Bahrain. I went to live in Bahrain for quite a few years. Mm-hmm. Working in stunning environment, it's a wonderful lifestyle. Cooking chocolates and confectionery cakes in Bahrain. After Bahrain, I went off to Saudi Arabia. Also a different <laughs> lifestyle. <laughs> it's it sounds very jet set, but I, and and I mean, you and I first crossed paths, and we did work it out at one stage. Um, it was via the dancing world, I think. Uh, yes, initially. Then we bumped each other again when, when I was living in Nelspreet. And you then had probably, I'm, I, in it my was opinion... rated in the, uh, in the top ten in the country. Yeah, but I mean, certainly the best restaurant in Nelspreet, but rated amongst the top ten called Ten on Russell. And, I mean, the first time that we sort of went there, um, you, you have this and you've always had this, this sort of very flamboyant air about you. And... and you don't take nonsense from customers. I mean, I've, I've seen you walking in and people going, oh, can you? And you go, no, this is what you will be having. But the food was brilliant. And you were, you were still at that stage to a large degree sort of living a bit of the jet set. It was, it was a low-key, low-felt jet set lifestyle. But you were, you were, you were sort of hobnobbing with the who's who in, in, in the low-felt area. Um, and then... I think around about the same time for you and I, things started to go a bit pear-shaped. And that's the kind of story that I want to talk about because, um, you know, and I know that you're very modest. So when we, when we talk generally, you, you don't dwell on the bad things. But, I mean, it, things, things Look at it, came um, back and bit you there I in, saw, in a big way. I sort of semi-retired. I took my parents down and I thought, well, I need the slower lifestyle. I'm tired of all the flying around the world. Yeah. Uh, so we got the restaurant going. Didn't realize it was so much hard work. <laughs> I used to go, my chill out in the afternoon, I used to go and sleep on top of the deep freezers in the storeroom so I could have a break. <laughs> <laughs> but by association, I was kind of blacklisted because I, I was in, became friends with very well-known socialites in the area. Yeah. And you, you go with the fame, the, um, being a celebrity chef, the press are always interviewing you. They're always at launches, etc. So it was an exciting, also living part of the jet set life again. But by association, some of my friends have fell foul with the press, mm. and I was tarred with the same brush. So my exposure was not weekly. 
to I, eventually if there's a photographer I should step out the pictures knowing that photograph would never get published <laughs> I said you know what to we, hang with this we had we had a joke about that is that if you ever didn't want to be in the in the paper stand next to Malcolm or David because you're guaranteed <laughs> not to get into the newspaper but what's quite nice about it is you know if you if you kick me hard enough or you upset me enough I just if it's going to cost me money it's going to cost me money I really couldn't care I packed up everything and moved out of the area but I mean there was also there was there was a whole drama with the restaurant and with the the, the lease and all sorts yeah, of things. You essentially just, and you see he's glossing over it again because he's not telling you essentially you you'd literally well when the sewage comes pumps out your your vegetable garden and floods the local your neighbor which is an old age home yeah and the landlord who owned the property wouldn't go and repair it yeah you know you're yeah. standing on the wrong toes i'm a highly strung arian <laughs> <laughs> so essentially what happened because he's still dodging it is you lost just about everything in that particular thing you packed well, up and well not quite i then i said to hang with this I went and opened a second restaurant thinking, well, in, in Nelspreet, uh, let me do a restaurant called The Who's Who, mm-hmm. catering for the top 10 echelon of the, the country. But still, I wasn't getting press coverage and that you need, the, you need uh, some sort of publicity for, uh, to market your business. Except, uh, the radios were still kind to me, as you know, you were on air there. Mm-hmm. But the magazines and newspapers were... I was absolutely blacklisted and I said, that's enough. There was very much a smear campaign that happened at that stage. I do remember that. So I packed, I sold off all the bits and pieces. I had an extensive art collection down there, which I left with so-called friend. And little did I know they skipped the country with hundreds of thousand rands worth of art and Mm. ran away with everything. I was back in Johannesburg and... Suddenly the, suddenly the equity and stuff that you thought you had, you didn't have. Well, um, I got back and I got involved with a company. We, we renovated five houses in Santon to, for the World Cup. I was back in time for the World Cup when we did. But then again, the, that was a kind of a hiccup because we spent so much money getting this place together and expecting the return. But people were overcharging. They were trying to rip off the foreign guests. Mm. You know, they're wanting $1,000 a night. For Pete's sake, you're in South Africa, $100 a night would have been comfortable. Yeah, you would absolutely. have all made money. Absolutely. We'll get back to that and the rest of the story in just a little bit. David Watts on Mix 93.8. It is what's involved on a Monday night. My special guest in studio with me, Malcolm Burrows. And Malcolm, as always, is being very circumspect about stuff. So, so let's fast forward a bit, okay? You ended up here in Joburg. You were starting, you got into another business. Uh, you were renovating the houses. That didn't go well. I mean, you've been knocked down more than once. Um, and I think if you enjoy getting up, that's the whole idea. But this is the point that I'm trying to get across. I mean, you've been through st- some stuff, and it's really difficult getting him to talk about this, I must say. But, um, and I think that's part of who you are. I mean, you, you are genuinely a very positive person. But, I mean, you know, you lost artwork. You lost the farm that you stayed on, your restaurant, one of the top ten in the country. Came here, renovated houses, lost money on that. What did you go into then? Um... The business, and I haven't lost money on that. Uh-huh. Is that, is that when you started Cake Brothers? What happened was I was coming back from the Middle East, and 
my brother at his he was in his somewhere in his fifties. The youngster in the, the family. Young, or he might have been turned 60, was <laughs> retrenched. Yeah. And he's an electronics engineer. And I hadn't a clue. I was just distraught with it. And I just said, you know, we've owned bakeries. And we used to have, we've owned two bakeries in the past. He knows how to bake. I said, why don't we open up a cake business? I've been cake, uh, doing wedding cakes in the Middle East and confectionery. You know how to bake. Well, not even a week later, we started renovations and we built a new studio and we started Cake Brothers. So somehow, I'm not sure, I think it was my niece said, why don't you call yourself Cake Brothers, your idiot yeah. brothers. And we did, and it's taken off that we do have a name for ourselves. Mm-hmm. We, what's quite nice, we're not exceptionally busy. I'm still semi-retired. So You've I have been telling me for at least 10 years now that you are retiring, so I don't well, believe it for a second. You know, the, the whole idea is when I was in heavy business years ago, the stress of it was great, but it's also that adrenaline. You need that sort of killer instinct with it. And I, I must admit, now I don't want that. Mm-hmm. I'm enjoying my life. We work hard. Um, we, do some ex- we do wedding cakes that we want to do. We um, manufacture desserts for the hotels. We do all the individual plated desserts. So that side of the business is it's lovely. It's artistic. It's clever. It's. I mean, there, there's some spectacular. There's the, you've got photos in that uh, on on your your Facebook page, um, Facebook Cake Brothers as well. Cake the, Brothers South Africa. There's a few Cake Brothers yeah, around the world. Yeah, Cake so the Brothers. South, S-A. S-A. Yeah. So we've done some really nice work, and it's the work that we want to get into. You know, it's it's the creative side, and I feel challenged by it. And afterwards, I feel it's like being on a fashion runway and the crowd are applauding. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's and I mean, the same sort of adrenaline. It, and it doesn't just look good. And, I, and I'm speaking from experience here. I it mean, tastes it, good. It's, it's some of the finest, finest baking that I've, I've literally tasted. And a little while ago, while you were doing this, then again, bang, you end up getting held up, kidnapped. I was, um, I took a turn through, I thought, let me take a shortcut. And not having traveled around Johannesburg that much over the last few years for which I've been traveling, I took a shortcut and next minute I was held up. Mm-hmm. And then driven to an area and I was kept hostage for an hour and a half. I was stripped. Mm-hmm. Um, the wallet was taken, the jewelry was taken, all the, fan- the fancy watch, the diamond ring, it was all stripped off me. And I was kept naked and kept on being interrogated and they strangled me. They were strangling me for my PIN numbers for the credit cards yeah. and the cash cards and that sort of stuff. So knowing that if they hit the business account... That You'd be done. Well, they take a lot of money and I, I can't afford to lose. Yeah. You yeah. know, so I jumbled the numbers around, playing a little bit... I gave them the correct numbers, but for the wrong cards, mm-hmm. hoping that after the third attempt they would screw up, which they did. Yeah. But what they did do were able to do, they were able to draw money on iTunes, or they were able to buy things on iTunes. Mm-hmm. But they weren't able to get cash out the auto banks. And I'll say to them, take me to a bank, I'll draw all the money for you, knowing if I could get to a 
secure place. Also, I, it was in the back of my head. I was, where where they're going to dump me? Mm. You know, um, is this the end? It was. I was pan- I panicked when I was strangled. Yeah. Um, and but then they they brought the cards back and they said. They've got, and I said, and the car keys. Well, do you want your watch or your car? I said, I'll take the car, thanks. Yeah. So I was able to get my clothes on. Um, I got home, and then my brother rushed me across to the police station because I was in kind of a state. Yeah, well, you must be. I mean, somebody does that and, and threatens you and going to kill you and everything. But then, I mean, okay, traumatic event, that's bad. But now you decide, hang on, that's not enough. And you get to the meat and potatoes, so to speak, of what we're going to talk about tonight. Um, it is what's involved. And I love chatting to people and I love talking to people because very often if you're out there and, and you're listening to a, to a program like this and we talk about all the successful things, people just automatically think, oh, well, it's always been a bed of roses. That's why I like chatting to people like you, although I have to tell you, as a guest who wants to tell their story, you're absolutely horrible <laughs> um, because I know stuff, but I can't really go into it unless you want to share it. But trust me when I say that Malcolm has been from the highest of the highs um, jet-setting, a, a, a chef that people used to literally fly around the world to absolutely the lowest of the lows, losing everything on more than one occasion, and he's just never, ever given up and every time i've spoken to you you're going oh well this happened but okay we're going to do this we're going to do this which leads us to the lazy cook why on earth did you do that well with the baking i don't bake every single day and if my best friend in malta said to me why don't you start do you cook why don't you start doing meals and lo and behold on one of the marketing sites a woman was selling her business mm-hmm. uh, who's become a very good friend of mine Chantel. And she had started this business, but she had also taken on, she's also an entrepreneur, she's got a few businesses. So she closed this one down, switched off the website thinking, well, let me sell it, I'm too busy doing something else. And it was the perfect opportunity for me, for my brother and myself, because we're chefs. What's nice about it is uh, Chantel's still with the company. She has supposed to, or, or does, handle our marketing. Mm-hmm. My brother does the logistics, and I'm a trained chef, so, of course, I've got to cook the meals. So we're going to talk about the meals in just a little bit because it, it's absolutely fantastic, and it's such a brilliant idea. Um, you've already heard about the chocolate brownies, which the, the, the drive team just took out. Um, but we're going to get on to the rest of that as well. David Watts on Mix 93.8. My guest in studio from Cake Brothers and the Lazy Cook, it's Malcolm Burrows. So you started off Lazy Cook. Let's, let's talk about exactly what is Lazy Cook. For those people that are just too hectic, their lifestyle's too hectic, um, they're working late and they're rushing home and they open up the fridge or they're stopping at one of the uh, garage st- shops and they're buying a pie, a packet of tennis biscuits and crispy chips and we've, they're eating quite badly. We've had this discussion, yes. I okay. mean, Malcolm was horrified. Uh, but that's but me. I that mean, is, that's what a lot of uh, young people and executives or young executives, their lifestyle is very hectic and they just don't have the time. Whereas no, we do healthy meals. We do the banting, we do the paleo, the, the slender wonder, which is yeah. a way less yeah. We do gluten-free, uh, lactose intolerant. We do all the specialized meals plus conventional meals, except we don't use starches. There's no flours, there's no sugars, and there's certainly no starch. 
So we produce the meals in the correct quantity. If it's a slender meal, the weight of the meat is 100 grams. Then you've got your vegetables and sauce. There's no creams allowed into that, so we can use... There we allowed coconut milk. Banting, I love. Yeah, but you've, always been, you've always been a cream and butter. I love the butter. <laughs> I love the cream. <laughs> so it's wonderful to cook with um, fresh herbs doing this sort of meal. Yeah. It's... An, it's not a challenge i'm actually loving it it's great to cook these little portions i mean you don't cook such little portions but no, I we, mean, we cook a batch and then it break, gets broken down but what's nice about it the food is um we shop on a wednesday all fresh ingredients mm-hmm. a lot comes from the farm all organic we've got our own herb gardens so you go and pluck off the sage and pluck off the thyme and this all goes into the meals yeah black basil whatever we cook in with that day and then Thursday is a mad cook. We cook maybe even nine hours solid of cooking, packed into the chillers, ready for delivery on a Friday. So guests, uh, the, our clients' base have placed an order on a Tuesday. Mm-hmm. It's a wonderful website that you can go and place your order. Then you pay online. Yeah. It says, thank you for your payment. Or if you haven't paid, it says, your order's on hold. <laughs> But and I mean, it's, there's an amazing variety on there. And when, when you and I initially spoke about this, and this is also one of the reasons that I wanted to have a chat to you, is my first reaction was, okay, it's going to be one of those and it's going to be great if, if you're in, at the top of the upper income bracket, um, then you might be able to afford it. But we're looking at an absolute fortune for food. And I thought, me, struggling entrepreneur, you know, rushing backwards and forwards, don't have to. And then I looked at the prices. And, I mean, you, you literally, you, you can cater for for my sort of stuff right up. I mean, we, we can go from, um, and I'm lucky enough you brought in some stuff for me tonight, a, a delicious lamb curry. Um, and, and that can go up to lamb shanks if you want to. Well, we've got all the meats. Uh-huh. Um, and we vegetarian, we have vegetarian as well. What you've got to look at is you're trying to cook um, a specific dish at home. You go out and you buy a whole, uh, you buy celery. It's a whole bunch. You only needed a stalk. You needed some spinach. You only needed one leaf. But you have to buy a whole bunch. Mm-hmm. So by the end of the time, you've spent quite a few hundred to produce a small meal. Yeah. What do you do with the wastage? Does it go in your fridge? Did you, did you cook it all up and you're going to freeze it yourself? Most of the time, it gets put into your, uh, the chill drawer of your fridge, and two days later, the spinach is wilted and it's off. I, I actually did an exercise after talking to you. I, I figured out, you know, what do I do? Being, being a bachelor and being sort of by, my, by myself, working stupid hours, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Um, and then I, I have this sudden rush of blood to the head, and I decide I need to eat more healthily. So off I go and I buy all the salad stuff, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera, and exactly that. Do you know that I literally, when I worked it out, I waste probably about 1,000 rand, 1,500 rand a month in stuff that just sits in the bottom of my fridge that I don't use. Um, and then I end up eating those garage pies, the ones that are guaranteed. They're lovely, but they're guaranteed to give you indigestion. And then it's not that healthy. It's fast food for a reason. Um, and with what you're doing, it's the finest of ingredients. Well, we're using very good ingredients. It's um, the organics. We're using very good meat. We use we use beef, lamb, chick. We got a good, great chicken supply, and of course we've got great pork. Mm-hmm. And for those who are non, uh, we have as I said the vegetarian side. We go through uh, 
I can't tell you the like how many uh, liters of cream. <laughs> but the best part is, is you can you can buy for a week or two. And I mean, this yes, is you what can. this Look, is what you and I are talking about now. Is I'm I'm going okay. Can I can I sort of place my orders for two weeks because it comes to you beautifully prepared and delivered and everything, and it's and it's in its frozen state into the freezer and then what i'm going to do is i'm going to pop that out in the morning before i leave for work for example by the time i get home heat it up done dinner well, sorted it's thawed, put it in the oven I, i'm not mad about microwave you okay. can microwave it if you want but i prefer heat your oven up put it in for about 30 minutes and it's nice and hot piping hot get a nice fresh salad get a small serving of salad but this is the thing you can buy a small salad or you can or you can take one of the sides from us we have collie yeah. rice we have collie mash we have uh, cauliflower risotto which is really good we have the cream spinach we have all the different vegetables the healthy side we just don't keep starch okay so if you want any starch we've got really is a sweet potato but you allowed that in moderation if you, if you wanted rice for example just Cook yourself up a batch if you're a bachelor. Like cook yourself up a batch on the weekend. Freeze it into individual. You're done. I know you're not a fan. I know. I can see the face. But try, even try the cauliflower rice. It's really delicious. Mm -hmm. You know, a lot of people, oh, cauliflower, let's turn our nose up. Well, yeah. trust me, I've been eating and it's delicious. And I'm a, I'm a hamburger guy. Yeah. But I must say, you're looking very good. I, I mean, is, is that because you're now eating... Eating that way as well, because well, you always eat your own food. I, mean, I eat, but also because if, we've, if I've bought a certain of the vegetables um, and it's left, mm -hmm. the family must eat it. So as the, trust me, I'm not going to do two kinds of shopping, yeah. one for the family. So if there's something left over, we create it for the family. Family gets it. Now, prices start from what, 40, 50 rand? Yeah, it's about, I think, uh, 48 rand. Yeah. Going up to the most expensive dishes, a lamb shank, but it's mm -hmm. a really good little lamb shank with vegetables in a su superb sauce. It's been roasted for quite a while. And I mean, you do you use the genuine things? So you would, I would then go onto the website, which is uh, thelazycook.co.za. So thelazycook.co.za. You can choose. And I choose, and it's a beautiful website. I've got to tell you, lots of things to choose from. There's, uh, there's a blog there. Chantal writes the blog, talks about organic, what's good for you, uh, what's not good for you. Um, there's an info section. You can write in and ask questions. Mm -hmm. um, it's got some great pictures. We haven't got all the pictures online with all the meals. So I, um, basically, I cooked and have to get it into the fridges so fast I don't have much time to photograph it. But I mean, that's that's also. Uh, so, so for an example, I mean, I've got I've got the curry foot uh, that you brought tonight. You've got uh, chicken di Dijon. We've got a lovely Dijon uh, mm -hmm. dish that I brought you. There's a, one of the. Uh, well, there is a pasta there for yeah. the on the family side. The mm -hmm. beef cottage, uh, the beef mac and cheese. Yes, <gasps> mac and cheese. I'm a oh, fan. I'm a big really fan. Really good. I'm a big uh, fan. You've got cottage pie there, but the uh, the. But is this is this Malcolm's cottage pie? Like the cottage pie I remember. This is Banting cottage pie. So is it better than the Lowfeld days ones? Well, it's got on potato. It's got mash, uh, uh, collie mash on top. Okay, but I, I'm caring about the meaty part because oh, I know that you've got a special special way of making that. It's got really good meat. Uh, it's yeah, you've got and you've got a really nice Indian lamb curry. Mm -hmm. So That's why your dinner for tonight. There's is. there's a lot of there's a lot of variety. There's there. 84 dishes on the menu. Okay. Um, plus we're launching relatively soon a dessert option. 
Okay. They they won't be uh, the sugar-free lights. It's for those who really want to cheat a bit. And then we've got a gluten-free pasta that we've sourced that we can start doing the pastas. Okay. With so if, you, if you're gluten intolerant or, or got a problem with that, that's brilliant. Now, aside from all of that, um, when we come back, I want to I have a t- just wrap up our chat and uh, have, a, have a little chat about uh, not only can you order that as well, but also uh, a couple of other bits and pieces that you're doing. So we're going to be back with Malcolm Burrows in just a bit. David Watts on Mix 93.8. My special guest on what's involved tonight, Malcolm Burrows, because I was I was kind of between between a rock and a crazy person, because um, I I sort of that was when I was I just sort of moved off off from the, the first farm that I was at and everything was you know going to the divorce etc 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 moved into into a little place and the the, the lady there wanted uh, wanted. Uh, and it, just more than my rent, I suppose, is the best way to put it. And I was totally at a loss. And then out of the blue, you went, hey, I've got a little flat on the farm I stay in. Um, come and stay there. And I was like, oh, I don't know if I can afford it. And the first thing that you said, because I was going through financial, you said, don't worry about that. You need a place to stay. And as, as it turned out, it was a brilliant place to stay. Um, I think my dogs just about took over your house there because uh, the little one used to just like go in with your mom and dad and then I used to have to go and your dad always used to look after if I was if I was working late and then obviously at that stage you were running 10 on Russell so I also got a plate of food every night and you know for somebody who's like got very little at that that was brilliant but that's the thing that you do that I've noticed and uh, there's a concept I've come across called conscious capitalism um, and this is well that's a nice word and this is about you know, being a capitalist and making money, it's good, but it's also but you've what, give back. what do you do with it? So you're running Lazy Cook, um, which is brilliant, and I do recommend you try it out. Uh, it's just brilliant. If your lifestyle doesn't allow for you to eat healthily, th- these guys are brilliant. Cake Brothers, people can also hire you if they're having a dinner function at their home. They can yeah, literally I, hire you. I have you a out. hotel that's booked me for just about every Saturday for the year. Okay. I go and do all their functions. But they can talk to you. Uh, The best place to get hold of Malcolm is at uh, info at the lazy cook. Info at thelazycook.co.za. Otherwise, uh, just drop me a mail. It's david at whatsinvolved.com and that's spelt W-A-T-T-S I-N-V-O-L-V-E-D. So david at whatsinvolved.com. I'll put you in touch with Malcolm happily. But now, going back to what I was saying earlier on is this is one of your, your tenants. It's something you live by. You, you give back. And, and again, you, and don't you dare get modest on me here. A lot of the stuff that you, that you do, a lot of turnover, a lot of money, let's call it money because that's what it is that you make, actually you give back. You give back in, 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 in the form of money and all sorts of things. One of the projects that you're busy with now is 67 Blankets for Mandela. Well, yes, I'm, an, uh, well, I'm very blessed to be with them. I'm, a, I'm an ambassador for 67 Blankets for Nelson Mandela. Mm-hmm. And I have the privilege of going and getting blankets and getting motivating people to give me scarves, blankets, and rushing around the country and giving it where the need is. When the tornado hit Krugersdorp area, I was able to phone my clients and uh, the team, the, uh, the Edenvale teams and Norwood Willigans, and got as many blankets and loaded up one of my delivery vans, and a friend and I rushed off to the mediators, and we went right into the homelands, mm-hmm. the areas where the tornado had been. The houses had been flattened. Yeah. The little kids were all muddied and wet. 
and they were being given a bright colored blanket hugged with yeah. love from 67 blankets it's my it's my passion and and it and it certainly is i mean i've i've seen the stuff that you've been involved in but uh, you also you you like the idea and you do and i know you've done this a lot of 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 you know, like I said, of giving back, and you just quietly go out and do things for people. Um, I know of a lot of charitable stuff that that you have done, but that's uh, not to be aired. And that's, see, that's quiet. That's, that's not to be aired. I agreed we that don't I wouldn't want do recognition it. for that. But Thank but you. that's that's part of your philosophy, though. Is you know, you 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 give and you give, and and then it comes back. It's multiplied. And well, that's I think that's the way the life, uh, the circle of life is. Mm-hmm. I'm very blessed. Uh, tomorrow I'm off to Cummings, Africa, here in Midrand. Yeah, they invited me in 67 group uh, blankets in about two years ago. Yeah, and they have that social awareness for their staff, uh, social commitment. Yes, they've got everyone on board in their company, crocheting and knitting. They supply the wool, they supply the needles, and I ma- manage it on behalf of 67. Tomorrow we have a handover with Cummings Africa, and they're going to give me all their hard, beautiful work. I've seen it. Yeah, their scarves, their beanies, their kids' stuff. And that then just goes and gets disseminated. That's, and I've, I've got a home that's uh, child welfare and Rudy Fuert have approached mm-hmm. me. Okay. Somebody else I met socially. The woman says, I'm collecting. Well, if you can help, I said, of course I can. Let me see what I can arrange via 67 blankets. So we go out under the label of 67 and we bless people accordingly. Fantastic stuff. Malcolm, we're out of time already. Again, it happens to me every day. Uh, people want to find you. It's thelazycook.co.za. You're on Facebook as well. I'm just on Facebook, Malcolm David Burrows. So we can look you up just under, under Malcolm David Burrows? That's right. And then it'll lead us to the Lazy Cook. And well, the Lazy Cake Cook Brothers. and Cake Brothers. It's also on there. Facebook. So uh, You can Google the companies. There. Yeah, there we go. Um, uh, t- just take it from me, okay? The food is out of this world. It is very reasonably priced. Uh, if you should have a professional in any way, shape, or form. Um, and, yeah, if, it's, if you're single, if it's just a couple, or if you've got a family, Malcolm and them can seriously help you out. And it's, it's great, healthy food. That's the one thing I like about getting stuff from you is – I don't feel guilty, um, and and it does. It takes off the pressure because I know. And also, um, I just I just like throw the stuff in the in the freezer, and then in the morning it's lucky dip. So you know, I'll just take out whatever's on the top, and there we go. And that good. My then, meals are, are a surprise all the then time. Please uh, uh, do a rotate, a rot- <laughs> sort of a shuffle before you put them into the deep freeze. And I know you're going to eat some of the chocolate brownies and take your. I'm going, to, I'm going to take my medicine and then have a chocolate brownie. I have to. I have to. I made them keep one for me. Malcolm, thank you so much. Thank it's you been so much. an absolute pleasure and a privilege, as always, to talk to you. I wish you all the best uh, with uh, The Lazy Cook and with Cake Brothers. And uh, continue going out of there and doing good work. Well, thank you. I love being here. David Watts on Mix 93.8.